Welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Tummelson, and in this podcast, we talk about all things that I am an expert in or have an interest in, such as language learning, health and fitness, global and societal issues, or whatever I feel like talking about on that particular day. All right, enjoy. The other day, I was talking to a friend about um, a situation that he had had in a relationship with this girl that he was uh, dating, and it's it was one of those things where, like, the relationship ended, and then, it, like... Both parties obviously told a different story, and there were like a lot of rumors and gossip spreading and all this stuff. And, um, you know, I was asking him about it, and he kind of equated the whole thing to like a game of telephone or the telephone game. This is never a game that I really played a lot when I was, uh, you know, a kid, but, but apparently it's a popular game where essentially everybody like sits in a circle and you like say a word. And one person then whispers it to the next person who then whispers it to the next person. And if it's like a complicated word or phrase, like by the end of it, it's just totally messed up. It's like second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth hand information that gets like totally distorted from the original copy and or the original word, whatever. And I think that that definitely holds true in cases, you know, like this where we're where we're gossiping amongst ourselves about what happened between so-and-so and so-and-so in the relationship and blah, blah, blah. You know, a little drama amongst friends groups and who knows what, right? Because as humans, we're naturally gossipy creatures and whatever. We always want to know the rumors and we try to keep our mouths shut, but then we can't and we could debate the pros and cons of, of gossiping in this way. But it's probably not really that big a deal in these situations where it's like, you know, okay, within a friends group, there's some gossip, whatever. Um, but then when you take it to like a bigger scale, I think it could start creating real problems. And I've talked about this topic before on this podcast, and I'm going to talk about it again and kind of relate it to what's going on right now. Um, and over the past month and a half, two months with, um, you know, I'll call it this new Israeli Palestinian conflict, war, uh, episode, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, I I don't really follow much news anymore, so like at the beginning I hardly paid any attention, but you know, I mean, supposedly the way the Western media reports it is that on October 7th, Hamas, which, you know, is known in the West as a terrorist group, in other parts of the world it's seen just kind of more as, you know, a political party in, that's ruling Gaza, whatever, anyway, um, but you know, Hamas attacked Israel um, and then started off this whole war with you know, lots of people, innocent people killed, people ca captured, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I'm sure somewhere in there somebody could fact check me and would say in my 45-second summary that I was wrong with something. With Okay, whatever. But that's kind of like what happened. And uh, long story short, there's been a new uh, episode of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict happening over the past couple months. And, you know, as someone... Um, I'm not from the region, you know, I'm from the U.S. I studied international relations in college. I spent a little bit of time in Jordan when I was in college. Um, I speak Arabic. I know a lot of people from the region, right? Um, and I think that I would maybe even say that during my university years, I received a bit more of a pro-Palestinian view of the conflict, Um which might seem odd just, you know, being, you know, since I did go to school, for the most part, college in the U.S., it might seem odd that I received more like a pro-Palestinian view, but like my main international relations professor was from Jordan. He's an Arab Muslim, and obviously Jordan is, you know, has tons of Palestinians. Anyway, um, 
you know, not to get too deep into the details of the conflict and the people involved and, and, and everything like that, but like my opinion of the whole conflict over time, you know, I kind of think from the beginning, this is one where I was just like, I oof, trying to like figure out who's more at fault or take a side in this conflict is, is really difficult. And I know a lot of people right now who, well, like, let me just put it into context. You know, I'm sure there are some of you listeners might be saying, well, this is all Israel's fault. Israel's committing a genocide. And some of you listening might say, well, no, Hamas is a terrorist group and they attacked, you know, Israel and, uh, you know, whatever. There needs to be some sort of retaliation and blah, blah, blah. There's all these different sides to the story. And just like to give a couple of examples of this is, okay, so like, <laughs> um, I'll put... Who do I want to put on the spot? I'm not going to name names, you know. But, um, you know, there's one person that I know who is Muslim from a totally different part of the world, right? And has never really been within a thousand miles of Israel-Palestine, but who sees it as a total genocide and a one-sided thing, that Israel is the bad guy and has always been the bad guy. Right, and that Zionism is the biggest problem probably that exists on the history of the planet. Then you got my dad, who I will name specifically because he doesn't care, <laughs> and like he'll he'll tell you basically. And you know he's I'm trying to think he's been outside the U.S. once or twice, but it's been you know thirty plus years, and uh, you know he doesn't really know that much about what's going on in the world other than what Fox News tells him. <laughs> and, and, like, you know, the version he'll tell is basically that, well, you know, Hamas did, Hamas did this, and, you know, they're the ones they attacked Israel, and it's blah, 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 and it's all this, and it's their fault, and whatever. And, like, these people, you know, he's developed such a strong opinion about it based on what Fox News has told him. And I'm not just, I don't want to just single him out, but there are, you know, pfft, tens if not hundreds of millions of Americans and of people around the entire world who have developed that sort of an opinion, and it's kind of like the game of telephone. You know, I mean, everybody's putting their political spin on it, of course, but, like, by the time the information gets to my dad about what exactly maybe happened on October 7th or about some of the facts related to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, it's like fifth-hand information, you know. So uh, things actually happened on the ground. Some reporter on the ground, probably speaking either Arabic or Hebrew, reported it to somebody. Then it got up to a bigger news organization. Then it got to Fox News. Then the people at the Fox News, you know, editorial thing decided, okay, well, we're not going to include that, but we're going to include that. We're going to pick what information sorts, you know, suits our version of events best, you know, whatever, like their political views. So, like, it's like fifth-hand information that everybody's getting, that everybody on both sides is getting. Like, you're so far away in terms of, like, degrees of separation. Most of the people that have an opinion on this conflict are so, so far away from a first-hand account of it that it's ridiculous. Now, I know I have a few friends who are, well, Palestinian, or, you know, I know two, I guess, Israeli... Um, well, one I would say is Jewish and has ties to Israel. I mean, I, I know a few from each side who might then listen to this and be like, well, no, Sean, I have a first-hand or at least a second-hand account of events. Okay. You, you probably know more. And that's where it gets tricky then because obviously then everybody's biased based on, you know, their family, their lineage, and everything like that. But the point that I'm trying to make with this is we live in a world now, and this is why I don't really follow news much anymore, um, just because – it's really dangerous when we're in this like game of telephone where it's like we're you know hearing a story from one person to the next to the next to the next 
And probably the further along it gets from the original source, the less accurate it is and the more politically biased it is in some way or another, right? And I have no doubt that, for example, as someone who grew up in the U.S., I, 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 I would say that probably as someone who grew up in the U.S., my natural worldview would probably be skewed pro-Israeli, just because obviously the U.S. supports Israel and, and you know, um, yeah, that whole thing. Um, you know, people who grown up in the Muslim world or just, you know, further to the east, for example, would probably have gotten a more pro-Palestinian, anti-Israel version of events all throughout the years. But the thing is, we get so, like, stuck in these in these views and then it's information that's just like so far away from the original source that we really just we don't know and then we like take sides against each other i mean there's like there's all these like you know marches in minneapolis right now pro-palestinian marches you know because minneapolis is a left-leaning city so of course you know we uh it's become you know more of a pro-palestine type thing whereas i'm sure most a lot of cities in the u.s especially in the more right-wing areas traditionally of the u.s are having pro-israel stuff i mean it's just everyone is picking a political side on something that they're getting as like fifth-hand information in the game of telephone it's dangerous, dangerous, peligroso, mis amigos. It's dangerous, my friends. <laughs> I don't know why I threw some Spanish in there. That has nothing to do with the conflict. This is a dangerous game. Okay, I would say it in Hebrew, but I can't. And see, by the way, okay, for any like you know Jewish Israelis, whatever who might listen to this. By the way, I you know I speak Arabic. I don't speak Hebrew. I have much more ties to you know, the, the Arab world, for example, than to the Israeli Jewish world. But I, I really consider myself just very like in the middle of this conflict and, you know, not necessarily to say that like, it's been all equal on both sides. I'm sure there's been atrocities committed on both sides, but like, I just genuinely don't know because I'm not there. I'm not on the ground. You know, I just don't know. So how are you going to pick a side when you don't really know? Are you going to trust the, the fifth hand information you get in the game of telephone? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. All right. And it's tough. It's tough because, you know, at some point we do have to try to believe certain news. I had a friend tell me a few years ago the fact that I don't truly believe any news is dangerous in itself. And I know. But it is what it is. That's what happens when we live in a world that's so politically biased and the news is, I'm not going to say total BS, but always politically motivated. There's always an agenda for the most part. So depending on which news you listen to. All right. Reflect on that. Love y'all. Talk again soon. Peace.